Good morning, everyone. This is Gary Kay, and you are listening to a special AV People edition of my Rants and Raves podcast. As you know, we've been highlighting, oh, I guess we've probably done about 20 uh, influential women in the AV industry through the AV People series, and I am joined today by another one, which is, uh, who's Roseanne Lang. Hey, Roseanne, how are you doing this morning? Good morning, Gary. I'm doing excellent. How about you? I'm doing great. Um, it's, it's hard to believe that anyone wouldn't have heard of Roseanne, but just in case, uh, Roseanne uh, is Director of Customer Experience at Crestron, which translates to, in a big way, uh, you manage the visuals that everyone sees when they come to, to the show. You manage the entire trade show at uh, worldwide for any time that Crestron is uh, displaying. Uh, did I get that right? What do you think? I mean, that, you- that's right. That pretty much sums it up. It's actually a very exciting uh, job to see that really come to uh, come to fruition and, and see it for everyone to enjoy and to experience and to, uh, you know, engage with our, our customers. I give the salespeople ultimately the ultimate sales tool, right, is how I how I figure um, what my purpose is and, and what we you know, what I do with my team. So you Hit it on the nail on the head. Well, um, let's go back a little bit. Uh, so when you graduated from college, well, let's actually start before that. Where'd you grow up? Uh, actually, I grew up in Bergen County, New Jersey, which uh, ironically is where uh, Crestron is uh, headquartered. Um, and, um, you know, went to school in, um, you know, northern New Jersey, um, went to Pace University in um, Westchester County in Pleasantville, New York, and graduated with a marketing degree uh, and then had you know a bunch of odd jobs and landed a uh, position while I was a junior in college uh, in the summer working for a small networking company in Westwood New Jersey uh, and as a marketing associate and helped their marketing director do some small events you know database entry learning about you know lead scanning and nurturing leads and and started doing my very first uh, events there called NetWorld in Boston, Massachusetts was my very first uh, show and I guess that would have been uh, 1989. <laughs> so long time ago. Now do, do you, um, I mean when you were in college did you, did, you, did you always have a kind of thought that you would go into technology or did you just kind of accidentally fall in technology or how did that um, yeah, I guess I did, you know, I didn't really know I was going to, you know, wind up in this particular industry. I mean, technology has always fascinated me. Actually, one of the things that really excited me was, you know, building things. Um, you know, I was actually, um, my husband and I built two homes together from the ground up, and I just really found that super exciting. And that's a lot of what I do with, with regard to our exhibits is, you know, it's very um satisfying and rewarding being part of, you know, an event from its inception, you know, to, you know, building up from the ground up. It's just a very exciting and a creative um, opportunity. I find it very rewarding and satisfying. Yeah, it's amazing, uh, you know, having had a little bit of experience there back in my days uh, with a couple of manufacturers in the industry, it's amazing how um, you can have this vision for something that you're really excited about, but when you actually see it, it, it just blows your mind, even though you knew it was going to look like the whole time. And certainly that's uh, been the experience over the last you know, couple of decades with uh, Crestron. We're going to come back to Crestron in just a second, but I want to ask you a couple of questions. You said uh, your, you and your husband built a couple of houses together. You also have a, you have a couple of kids, don't you? 
I do. I have uh, actually two boys, one that's um, 17 and another that's 20. One's a senior in high school and the other is a, a junior uh, in college and actually doing a semester right now in London. Um, he's loving it and hoping he comes back. <laughs> So right. yeah, that was actually kind of a challenge for me, if I could mention just, you know, being a working mom, certainly as, uh, you know, to, to manage and, and I've been fortunate enough to work, you know, for a company, you know, Crestron that kind of supported me to basically to be at, have that work and life balance. Well, are either of your kids interested in uh, the AV industry by any chance? Uh, well, it's a little, not yet. I mean, my, my son is, uh, you know, following a business uh, career, but actually I'm hoping he's going to actually do an internship here this summer at Crestron. So, you know, you never, you never know. Uh, but I did, I do want to say that my younger son, I had this uh, unique opportunity at ISC this year to bring him with me because he had a, uh, a, um, a high school friend that moved to Amsterdam. So he hung out with him for the week, but he came the Friday before the show when we were very much a shell for a couple hours and saw it on the last day of the show. So that was such a great experience, not just for him, but for me, for him having, hearing me, you know, uh, speak the way I speak about, you know, um, whether it's a technology or just, you know, exhibit terms, he actually got to see that come to life. And it was uh, kind of interesting, I have to say, on the Friday when we were very much in the booth build portion, he did mention to me, he goes, you know, mom, he goes, I noticed you were the only woman here. And I was actually <laughs> very proud of him to have said that to me because I said, and that was very much, like I said, in the building part, even before our products were making their appearance out of the boxes. But um, uh, so I thought that was very observant with him and I agreed with him. Uh, but um, so, you know, here, here we are trying to change that. Well, that, that gives me a great segue because I was going to ask you about that. I mean, obviously, in the uh, two decades you've been in the industry, in the AV industry, um, it's or actually, uh, you're almost three decades in the AV industry. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> yeah, I just remember myself too. I graduated in 87, so you and I are very close in age. Um, the, um, in, the, in those, you know, almost 30 years. The industry has changed, though. I mean, yes, you're right. There, when you look at, especially when you look at a show, trade show floor, it definitely uh, there's not as many women as as is represented by the industry. But the industry's changed a little bit. But what has been your personal experience with with regard to that imbalance? Um, well, it's you know, it's kind of just been you know, live it, living it, if you will. Uh, it's just you know, identifying it, but not having that. I feel like it's a it's a, um, a handicap or a hindrance. It's like I figure I want to take advantage of it. I mean, this the industry we're in is, it's a great industry for women to be in. I mean, a lot of, you know, people say men and women, you know, inherently think differently. That's a great opportunity, not necessarily, you know, that, you know, if you're going to walk into a room that's usually surrounded, you know, uh, with men, it's like, you know, take that as an opportunity to, to ignite that room and light up that room and, you know, with different, you're, you know, women tend to be a little bit more passionate and excited about things. That's a good thing. It's, you know, not that it gives us, uh, you know, exciting opportunities to do some things that maybe traditionally the AV industry might not have thought of. So, um, but like I said, within Crestron, the, I never felt that, you know, I couldn't do what I wanted to do or present what I wanted to do because it was uh, predominantly a male dominated industry. I think, especially now, I think more men are more uh, open and excited to have more, you know, um, you know, women participating in their um, 
you know, in their in their venues or events or activities or proposals. It just gives, um, you know, I, like I said, no no harm. I've had no problems with uh, with it at all. I, I see it more as an opportunity, and I get excited when I see more and more women in the industry because I do think that they present a very unique. Um, set of skills uh, to, to bring that we might not have had before. Yeah, and in fact, that's been a common theme among the others that I have uh, done this, po the AV People podcast with, which is that, you know, you, it, it brings a balance because if you're only seeing things from one side, whether it be gender or diversity or whatever the balance might be, uh, when you only see it from one side, then you don't get a perspective from the other side. And, uh, and in technology, you know, you're even in, in the case of Crestron, you're in a segment of technology uh, where historically women have had a big influence uh, in one part of your business, which is the home, the high-end residential market. That's right. Uh, so, so therefore, without that perspective, uh, I think the common theme has been among the other women that I've interviewed that they they wouldn't understand exactly that decision-making process. Yeah, and I, I do have some um, some you know fine fond memories, having been you know with Crestron since 1990. Uh, that you know even George Felstein would come around and show the women the new remotes and say, "How does it feel in your hand?" and "What do you think of this?" and so even you know he was conscious of that. But we certainly uh, you know our residential business, a lot of that is driven by uh, the the woman in 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 the in the home. And uh, we, you know, very conscious of that. And we were excited to say we got a lot more women in our engineering building than we've ever had, you know, in certainly my career and in, in, in Crestron's existence. So it's an exciting time. And we're definitely getting that, that balance that really gives, I believe, you know, everyone the best of both worlds. And um, so let me go back to your sons uh, really quickly. So one of them, you said one studying abroad in, in London. Is that what you said? Yep, yep. He's at King's College in London, and he's studying business there. He goes to SUNY Oneonta, and uh, he'll be back there in the, um, in the fall and finishing up his senior year there. My daughter studied abroad in Thailand this past semester, and it was a great experience. Uh, you know, it's, it's a great not only maturing experience, but it's also a great opportunity for them to kind of do things and see things that they wouldn't normally get to do and see, um, which which you have been able to do too. I mean, you've traveled the world with uh, with Crestron and doing their trade show booths. I mean, is is there a country you haven't been to? Oh yeah, there's plenty, there's plenty of countries I haven't been to, but I I have been uh, fortunate to, you know, my first uh, international show was Fotokina, you know, in Cologne, Germany. I got the opportunity to go when Infocom Asia had their very first, you know, Singapore show. Uh, you know, I have another, you know, personal uh, experience where um, at Fotokina, you know, very early on, a six-day show. So at the time, wasn't doing a lot of shows, and it was like six days. Okay, this is this is fine. Meanwhile, everyone's like six days. This is insane. So I'm like, okay, well, just think of it two back-to-back -back shows. You got to think of it mentally. It's a three-day show. And then you got another three-day show just back-to-back -to, -back to kind of get outside of it. But I do have a, a kind of a fond memory. And this is, you know, when Fred Bargetzi, Randy Klein, like I'm there with them on ladders, you know, building this booth. So to say we've come a long way and how we've evolved and grown, it's, it's really exciting because I got some unique opportunities, uh, you know, in Asia. Uh, throughout Europe. Uh, haven't done a South America show yet, but, uh, you know, that'll, that'll come. And, uh, you know, we're, um, we're cleaning up trash off the floor, you know, with our bare hands. I remember Randy looked over to me. He's like, aren't trade shows glamorous? 
and uh, you know, it's uh, and you know they are and they aren't. But it's a lot of hard work. But like I said, I find that very. You know, I'm not afraid to get my hands dirty, and uh, and you you need that. You need people like that. And I think uh, certainly within my team to uh, make sure that you know I lead by example and uh, expect the, my team to do the same. And as a result, like I said, we've had lots of folks come to our spaces, and you know we get an opportunity to. Like I said, build the ultimate experiential environment for our sales team to, you know, sell more Crestron. So, so, so we've talked a lot about your professional career, but what about, um, what do you do on the, like when you, when you actually have free time, let's say you're not <laughs> doing a trade show on a weekend, what does Roseanne Lang like to do? Do you like to just watch TV and veg out like me or what do you like to do? Yeah, it's funny. I don't, it's, uh, you know, everyone's like these binge watching. I have to say, you know, a little confession. I don't have a single show I binge watch. I'm not a big, um, you know, Netflix or Hulu or, you know, I still like my Seinfeld reruns. Like that's, you know, being a, um, you know, New Jersey girl, uh, Certainly, that's one of my favorite, favorite shows. But I, I enjoy, you know, doing a lot of walking, snowshoeing, you know, in the winter where I live. I live in a, a rural uh, area and I like to spend a lot of time in the kitchen, actually. I find it very therapeutic, a lot of baking and, uh, you know, cooking. So to the benefit of my family, uh, you know, I'm, I'm uh, in the kitchen when, I, um, when I'm not in, at my desk. So. And uh, let me ask you uh, about sort of uh, the mentoring process that you have there within your own organization. You mentioned an internship program for college st students, which I'm aware of. You've talked about, uh, Crestron has talked about that uh, and, and, and made that offer available to even uh, kids of us in the industry. Um, but uh, do you, like, obviously I've been to Crestron before and there's a lot of women within Crestron, right? Especially in the sales and marketing uh, segments of the company. Do you have a specific program that that addresses the the differences between men and women in the industry, or do you have a program, or sort of how does that work with the mentoring of women, young women that come in the industry specifically? Well, we have actually worked. I'm working right now with uh, our HR department and actually creating more of a formal uh, mentor program. I know they have one specifically within the engineering building, so it's just a little bit, you know, uh, different, uh, you know, tactics there as far as uh, you know engineering is concerned. But we do have, um, you know, meetings that uh, and a lot of. Um, sponsorships or just a community outreach type of programs that we've been doing. And uh, like I said, I'm working with our HR department to really have more of a formal um, program, uh, you know, within Crestron. Uh, I know I'm active in the uh, Women of AV, uh, you know, through Avixa. We actually just offered up on Friday, it's International Women's Day, and we were going to host the uh, the local chapter, the New York City chapter here in Rockley, it just, it didn't work out with a lot of conflicts, but we're looking to host uh, that group here, either in Rockley, New Jersey, or utilize our New York City showroom in Manhattan. Um, so I think a lot of it is the, the people, like a lot of people, I'm sure you've heard in the industry that we have such a, an amazing we have such amazing people here. And I think uh, there's just a lot of folks that go up and beyond their busy days to take advantage and to nurture, you know, both men and women that are younger. We've hired the internship program you mentioned we have here at Crestron is absolutely amazing. It's, you know, I've been here a while and I've seen it grown into this, you know, program where we have dedicated folks in our HR department, our talent acquisition group that go out and, 
to local universities and not just within the uh, you know within the northeast but we've had programs that go out further where we've had some local housing at one of the college campuses uh, nearby so giving people um, an opportunity to to do that because I do think you know I, I know CD has done some work as well and Avixa certainly in trying to get some real curriculum into schools and universities because you know you mentioned my my boys you know there's looking at the the majors and, and the opportunities they have you know there's really nothing you can directly tie into this industry as a course you know, curriculum. Um, it's kind of, as you mentioned earlier, you kind of fall into it. And, uh, but I do know that, you know, any opportunities, we, we host a lot of um, uh, student days. We had a high school uh, group in here uh, recently through Crestron, walked them through our experience center. So we do take advantage of our, certainly our local community being right in the metropolitan area and inviting young people to our space to really get a better idea of what, what the AV industry is. Um, Certainly, you know, the we have the opportunity, our industry right now, we have the opportunity to, you know, really to change the world. You think about, it's all about data and information and communication and collaboration. And that, without that, you know, businesses wouldn't be able to fulfill their own purposes, whether they're doing primary purposes to do research, you know, cure diseases, sharing information, building cities. So I, I take great pride in like having an ultimate purpose here, you know, at Crestron and just Crestron in general, it's like, you know, we're, we're responsible for, you know, the, the impact that we can have on the world by way of allowing folks to, whether it's enjoying a movie at home with their family in a, in a home theater or collaborating in a Fortune, you know, 500 company just gives us, you know, like I said, it just excites me and, and gets me, um, you know, gets me thrilled to, to do what I do so that people are ultimately going to you know, take advantage of these opportunities, do what they need to do, and, and make our world a better place. So got to have an ultimate you know, purpose beyond what, what it is that you do the, in the tactical things, but the greater good of what ultimately that we all do here in this industry. Well, that was a great explanation. I, I've got two qu other quick questions for you, and I agree with you. And I'm, I, I, uh, I appreciate the work that you do uh, specifically around that. Um, you we talked about all these successes. Tell me about the worst case scenario. Like what, what's, what's one of those times where you're, is, have you ever had a time, like, can you share a story where you're on site at a show and you're like, oh my gosh, we're not going to make it by the time the show opens or something's not working. Is there like one of those days that you've just had that you can <laughs> share with us how you dealt with it? Yeah, I, the the good news is that there's less of those uh, those because we do a much better job in preparing with the the teams that we have. But yeah, there've been a a handful of you know moments where you know you're you're staying up all night because you know even for me to just kind of keep someone that's working on a on a, a product or a tech so that they don't fall asleep because we got to get this before the show you know opens or you know it's just like any. Uh, any job you might have, you have a list of priorities and then you got a hundred of them and you got so many hours to finish before the show opens and you start, you know, checking the boxes of the things that are the most important. And then sometimes a lot of those things that, that might happen, it's like, you know what, I know that it's not perfect, but no one else is going to, uh, <laughs> you know, going to know it. And I have a philosophy. It's like, you make it a big deal. It becomes a big deal. So, you know, it doesn't need to, but we've had, like I said, I've had to be up for 24 hours just making sure that we got something delivered or, you know, we need to turn the booth 90 degrees or, you know, there've been some of those uh, challenges where, um, 
you know, services don't get delivered on, on time. And, and there's, there's so many variables um, that that's why I kind of use that house analogy is that there's just so many variables in, in getting it to seeing that footprint, you know, like our 9,000 square foot footprint that say a show like Infocom and then coming it to, to be complete, you know, and, and just looking at it and, you know, it, walking in and our executives come in and they said, you know what, just, you feel that sense of pride when you walk in the door and it's like, yes, we did this. And uh, so now it's like, okay, people get to work <laughs> and do, do what you need to do. But yeah, they've been, like I said, food not showing up on time or not having power, been at a show recently, we lose power in the middle of an exhibit. You know, you just have to, you just have to do the best you can to have your network of people that are there to help you. Uh, so that's one of my uh, advice to, to not just women, but to uh, anyone is just to really build a strong network of people you can count on. And uh, so when things, you know, I'm not ever saying that I, I do it all, but it's like I have a, a strong network of both people within Crestron and outside of Crestron that help me do what I do and make it seem like magic. I'll tell you, I'd love to hear the story about having to turn your booth 90 degrees. <laughs> that was a long, that was a long couple of days. Yeah. That's, that's not easy to do. <laughs> but, no, it's uh, not. But we've done it. So like I said, it's just, we've done amazing things. And it's just every year I go, it's like, wow, how leave the show. It's like, how are we going to top that next year? How are we going to top that next year? And you know, and it's every, funny. Everyone else says that about you too. <laughs> so you're, you're. No, I'm, in, uh, I'm in good company then. Yes. Last question. Um, <clears throat> What you're in your history in our industry of 29 years, uh, what one product that's not a restaurant, you can't name a restaurant, what one product or technology has come along that you looked at, because you've seen a lot, obviously, um, that just blew your mind or that you found just just amazing and, and game changing? Well, I think actually uh, to put it into more perspective is ironically, it's not a product like current product, but it was a product since I've been in the industry for so long. And certainly that's why I think why I have a different appreciation, at least from, you know, being here at Crestron to look at our successes now is to look where we've been uh, and where how we've grown from a little tiny office in Crestgill, New Jersey to the global um, you know, organization that we are today is, I remember the uh, all-in-one smart touch product that was a, a, um, a uh, wireless, you know, all-in-one kind of theater in a box kind of system where, you know, it was a touch screen built in, we had an IR and RF version, it, you know, had the customizable GUI, and I just thought, wow, like that's, you know, that was when we were just starting to get into real remotes. I mean, at the time it was all push button, uh, you know, uh, technology and relays and things like that. And we came up with that unit. Like I look at it now, I'm like that thing was a brick, you know, it was just so big and bulky. But to think like where, when, you know, as a, as a kid, you know, I was just, you know, my second job out of college, um, you know, seeing the technology that we were able to create and what it did was, was mind blowing. So that was one of my, uh, that was one of my uh, kind of uh, aha moments with like, this place is awesome. I'm going to be here a, a while. So. And what about a product that's not a Crestron product? Like, is there like a, like, a, you know, for example, like for me, the iPhone kind of changed everything, uh, kind of changed the world and kind of was one of those products that 
you know, and, 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 uh, you know, I guess mobile phone in general. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. Like how certainly, you know, working from, you know, like I said, almost 30 years ago, you know, sending faxes to communicate and where we are now and just how much more I could do, you know, with my phone. It's certainly one of those things, but I have a very, uh, um, you know, very basic uh, invention that's not technology at all that I would say it's the uh, the silver sharpie and the magic eraser those are two of my favorite and the ziploc bag those are three like of my top uh, you know just general products that kind of believe it or not get me excited so uh, for those people that don't know why people like us love silver sharpies at trade shows uh, that's absolutely right and as a mom it was writing a silver sharpie on my kids black snow pants and that way that maybe they came home with them so (laughs) but certainly those are tools even used today you know in my in my career and and certainly my home life so well i roseanne this has been great thank you very much for joining us uh thanks for all you've done in the industry not just uh Uh, changing the way we see things at shows, but also personally with your involvement uh, with with mentoring uh, the young kids that come in and the uh, internships that you do and also bringing them to trade shows. And I wish you best of luck getting your kids to come in the industry. My daughters, uh, my daughters are both in college right now. And and, uh, although my oldest daughter who you've met is, is, um, is, is uh, in advertising, She's not totally interested, not totally as interested in our industry as I thought she would be. I don't know. I mean, I think this is a great industry. She well, was- I guess it's just finding it's really just, you know, I think it's really just they have to experience. So that's why I think the internships are so valuable. I mean, I wish I had those opportunities as a kid to actually try something out before you get out of college because you really don't know, even with all the curriculum, because I've always said even in high schools and even sometimes in, in some of our universities, like they're not teaching careers. They're not teaching teaching subjects it's like well then what do I what do I do with this like what am I doing with calculus what am I doing with chemistry what am I you know this advertising what can I what can I do how can I can contribute and I think the internships I'd recommend you know anyone that has um you know, certainly the young people and then people listening that have young kids is certainly you know have them, you know, that there's all, I could say there's lots of good to be being, uh, you know, uh, I want to say delivering newspapers here. Yeah, they don't do that anymore. Um, <laughs> dating myself, but, you know, having a, uh, a job at a, at a deli is, is one thing, but ultimately get them into um, an internship. And if they don't have a good experience, in my opinion, that was a great experience because maybe they, you know what, I don't want to sit at a desk. I want to be out on the road. I want to. So the best thing, and that's why, uh, as you mentioned earlier, my son being in London, I'm so excited for him and he's loving it that he's taking advantage of every opportunity he can because you don't, you don't get that experience maybe again in, in your lifetime and it changes your way of thinking. And I think um, maybe kids wouldn't be as timid as, as, as they are in approaching new technologies or new, um, new industries. And my advice would be is just try, try anything. You know, it's just because ultimately if it's a good or a not so good experience, it's an experience that's going to change the way you behave and, and hopefully, you know, in a positive way. You're exactly right. And that's a great way to close this podcast with Roseanne Lang of uh, Director of Customer Experience at, at uh, Crestron. And uh, thank you very much for joining me today. Uh, Roseanne, I really appreciate it. And thanks for that's sharing. my pleasure. It. Thanks for having me on. And thank you for listening, everyone. Of course, you can listen to all of our AV People podcasts. You can go to our website and just type in AV People. You can go to Twitter or, uh, or LinkedIn and uh, just search AV People. You'll find those podcasts. 
uh, and this podcast uh, as well. So uh, thanks again, and everyone have a great day. All right. Thank you again.